Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. All right, Chuck Bile, Julie Hayden. We've got a great Chuck and Julie grassroots show, True Straight Up. That's right, and the show is always brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, we were just talking with our producer, Thomas. We had a fairly, uh, we watched Barbie, actually, which Chuck in- insisted on and we enjoyed. Um, the party days, we have Party Friday here, but fortunately, Party Friday can start at like four. There you go. <laughs> and then it's over by like eight. By 5.30. Oh, that's right. Um, and we have another, well, we've got something breaking news kind of we want to talk about exclusively here. We're waiting for Todd Watkins, the El Paso County Vice Chair, who's going to weigh in on this. Also, a great soundbite, if you haven't seen it, um, Vivek Ramaswamy once again schooling the reporters. Um, oh, and Todd is going to be coming on now, so he is signing up to the Zoom. Do you want to start, lay it out, or? Well, we can start, but. Um... Well, I can, so we ha- what happened is somebody leaked a video of Heidi Ganahl, former gubernatorial candidate, former CU regent, essentially pitching investors to give her money to launch what some are calling a shadow GOP party. Um, it's masquerading as grassroots. And one of the things we want to do is expose these people are anything but grassroots. But this is a whole thing. She plans, to, she's raised roughly six, she says, $600,000 so far. She wants to raise a million too altogether. Wants and- to raise a, and she's launching this whole thing next week at right least before, according uh, to Ford right for the legislative session right and the interesting thing is is like I said a couple of things we wanted to point out is well first I say and if, to be clear I mean I voted for Heidi in a, a, you know in the race in the gubernatorial race although I would have rather voted for Greg Lopez Heidi Ganahl is I don't think would if you were to look up grassroots in the dictionary Heidi Ganahl's picture would not be here and certainly the people she was talking to um, on this call would I mean they're clearly and we'll get into this a little bit more later are not grassroots but it's interesting what she's trying to do and Chuck you brilliantly said you see this as sort of an attack or such up a competition to the um, Phil Anschutz establishment wing. I mean, is this a, a division, a fracture well, in it's, the, it's, the establishment it's, wing? Phil uh, had made a side door, back door deal with Jared Polis, importantly, that as long as uh, Phil did not support his Republican opponent, uh, he would make sure the Democrats didn't go after Phil's business interests. Um, and so yeah, Heidi, screwing the rest of us, but yeah, so Heidi got the nomination, you know, thought that you know Phil would be behind her and everything else, only to find there's no one there and never did help her, never did support her. They don't send Christmas cards they or Hanukkah cards or any kind Todd of cards. They're with us now, um, from the moon, yeah, yes. um, and uh, so after after she finished the good control, you know, you're all hyped up, want to do something. So she wanted to continue on, so she went down to Texas. Uh, she's a franchisor with her bow-wow doggy thing, and said, I want to learn from the best. And so she spent weeks down there and well, learned. She's opening up essentially a franchise GOP party. Well, no, it's a saying. franchise of <laughs> well. from, um, 
something called pale horse strategies. The problem is pale horse strategies is a virulent anti-rhino Texas one. All they do is attack uh, the rhinos in the state house and state senate, um, as well as argue on some other school boards and all that. So she's just the person they hate. So how she got down there and got them to say, oh, yeah, we can't wait to help you. Who knows? But she claims she 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 got them to set up a new tripartic. Um, it's they're calling it the road to red. And well, let's bring Todd up. Yeah, let's bring Todd. Todd up. So, Todd, um, thank you, number one, for your time. Um, and you're the chair of the vice chair in El Paso County. This I, I mean, I think it's somebody Sandra's asking, is Dick Wadhams on Heidi's side? My guess would be, nope. no. So this is two nope. things. This is also, it's. I, I think what this is going to be, the way I put it is, these are two establishment organizations fighting over who's going to screw the grassroots, I think mm-hmm. is what this is going to come down to. Dick Wadhams was probably on the Phil Antut side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But- this reminds me a little bit of the whatever it was, the Colorado peak, whatever it was in, in El Paso County, where you had this side group kind of try to form their own little version of the Republican Party because they didn't like what the grassroots were doing. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, in in all honesty, the peak, so the, the peak Republicans, right, they were they used to be, you know, in in various iterations you know, bonus members, uh, elected officials, chairs, vice chairs, whatever you have of the El Paso County Republican Party. And then when the grassroots took it over, they fled and uh, and set up peak Republicans to essentially function as the Republican Party the way that they envisioned it and what they wanted it to be and even pass themselves off as the Republican Party. Yeah, uh, they'll deny that adamantly, but that's absolutely not true. In fact, you know, since since you brought up Heidi Ganell, uh, yeah. her 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 governor's race, her campaign, they went to the peak Republicans and they paid the peak Republicans. So that was my first, you know, red flag with okay. So I get it. She's she's trying to do this project that that's. It's posing or at least presenting itself as anti-establishment, grassroots, 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 except nobody of the grassroots here in El Paso knows anything about it. (laughs) But Um, you know who does know about it? The women of Weld, Rhino Central. (laughs) I I just I I suspect that, you know, the uh, the the good Heidi Ganahl, her definition of grassroots is probably different than than mine. Um, not that I'm the arbiter of all things grassroots, but uh, we are. You, know, <laughs> you have a sense. Yeah. Well, let me explain to folks and then we'll, we'll get into it. So what she was proposing, and again, this is video that was leaked to us, a Zoom call with Heidi Ganahl on with people, I'm assuming, um, and we'll get into a little bit of who they are, but they were probably her supporters. And she was trying to get them to give money. Um, yes. What she wants to do is it's something she's calling the road to red, and it's going to be something that she's calling the red horse. That's the movement. And I think that's going to be basically consultants and advisors and that kind of thing. There's another thing that she wants to launch next week on the 10th, something called Rocky Mountain Voices. Now, this is going to be essentially an aggregator media site and social media site. And then the third. And week- have some reporting. Some uh, and some video and, and, also, and, and also have a uh, scorecard 
Legislative scorecards is now on. Right. And then another thing is a, a, something called Nucleus, which is a data and technology thing. Mike, here's why we, and Chuck brilliantly saw this, here's why we think it's in part attack on the establishment, because there already is this whole consortium of um, establishment rhino um, consultants. So we don't need a new one of those if you're hiding all. There's something she said, the main thing that Rocky Mountain Voices is going to be is an aggregator. Well, you've got Philly Anschutz's Complete Colorado, right? Yeah. And Colorado Politics. I mean, Colorado Politics Reports, Complete Colorado is an aggregator, right? What do you need a new aggregator? You've got things like Magellan Strategies already doing polling and data. So all of the things she wants to create already exist only they're controlled by philanthropists. Right. So, I, you know, I don't know. You know. Well, it's pretty funny because she says she because she wants to be a good franchisee. She wants to copy uh, what what they did for their website, which is called Texas Scorecard. Uh, Michael Quinn Sullivan uh, set it up. Um, except all they do is go after rhinos. That's the sole point of of the red red site and and some school board races and everything else. But it's a website who would, if if it was a you know similar one, would be attacking Heidi Cannell all the time. Right. So she's not taking. She's taking the template. Well, but not she, the she's philosophy. not in the template because yeah. they're not an aggregator. <laughs> she's taking nothing from her, and of course, we both know that we all three of us know that we already have a great scorecard, the Liberty scorecard. Right. Um, and so she wants to replace it one in which rhinos do well. <laughs> yeah. So, and here's, we're going to play some sound because it, it's interesting. And then Todd, we want to get your reaction because again, a lot of what she's doing already exists on the establishment side and it's growing on the grassroots side. And when you listen to the presentation and I, we got links to it on our Facebook page. I put it up on Twitter as well. You, you can, can listen to a whole seven, 37 whole minutes but if, and it's worth it. <laughs> It's yeah. fun to watch. It really and, is. Yeah. and they'll go into like the last five minutes where she kind of um, talks. Oh, no, watch all the whole thing. But so she said she frequently, because the big question is, well, this sounds like a great idea. She's raised $600,000, wants to raise $1.2 My question is, why doesn't you just give that to the Colorado Republican Party and the one that already exists, you know, don't you think, Todd? Well, and that's, that was, uh, and I know we, we, in all truth in advertising, we, we did discuss this yesterday among the three right. of us, right? And uh, I, I agree with Chuck right up to the point where uh, <laughs> this this is going to harm the GOP. I do think that this is supplanting the Colorado GOP. I think it that's the only even if it if it's a good idea and it and it and it's this marginalizes or it mitigates or neutralizes the old guard establishment. I don't see how this does anything but set up a neo establishment. And right. the grassroots still is kind of left, you know, they want to screw know, with, us. Our, with, 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 their, with our pot saying, may I have some more, please? You know, yes, um, we're, doing a, we're, doing a, wait a minute, we're doing a pretty good job of doing the pot more, please, because we're, <laughs> we're building up and we're well, yeah, building we're up. Money. But well, none of these people, I mean, got Buzz Cobo, who I know from KNUS days, he was an advertiser for a while. Good guy, but, well, but established. Well, they're, and they're developers. Yeah. They're real estate developers and so forth. Oh, they're never going to give uh, to the uh, grassroots, and so all right. you're doing is is they, you know, splintering. Bill Anschutz has has you know sort of thumbed and nose at them, so they're kind of trying to come back. All the money would otherwise go to the uh, establishment people; it would never go yeah. 
uh, to the grassroots. Because Heidi addressed, okay, so how is she going to, and that, we'll play the sound, but basically says, you know, I like Dave Williams, but yeah, no, he can't have a penny what we're doing. If we could please, um, Thomas, play the Ganahl number one soundbite. One thing I get asked a lot about is, what about the GOP? Are you going to work with the GOP or how is that going to work? Well, um, you know, I get along fine with Dave and they're doing their thing. They're focused more on lawsuits right now. I'm going to focus on rebuilding the grassroots and really building this messaging machine and getting people on this technology. I think that's what we need to do to win again in Colorado. And uh, I think that um, we can work side by side. We don't have to be at odds at all. Um, I've got several GOP county groups that are going on the platform um, that appreciate the support and the help and you know, we're all in this together. So at the same, at the end of the day, we have to work together, not against each other. So I'm going to do what I can to make this a kumbaya experience and bring everyone in Colorado together on this effort. I've also talked to um, Governor Owens and some of the folks working on the ballot initiatives, Michael Fields and those um, those warriors that are doing um, the great work on Prop HH. And they're going to continue to work on the ballot initiative. So we have a very special niche that we're trying to fill. She claims to be grassroots. And like I said, mm-hmm. Todd, you, the El Paso County, which is probably the largest grassroots political organization, you know, in, in, the, in the state, yeah. county in the state. So she apparently has not reached out. You guys had no idea about any of this. No, no. And I mean, if you, you know, play that video to the end and you can see very clearly it's a couple of three days before Thanksgiving that this meeting occurred and we found out about it sometime around New Year's Day. And it wasn't so, from Heidi, right? Was it Heidi? Oh, no, 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 no. We're organizing no, the grassroots and we've got Ooh. money now. Well, and I don't want to play. This is a part that concerns well, me. Well, the Republican Party's sole duty is to spend all their money doing the great thing of, of doing the litigation but right. she can take over all the voting apparatus <laughs> and, and contribute right. nothing, <laughs> nothing to the thing of keeping Trump on the ballot and all that. Like little litigation thing. It's like, I'm sorry. It's just keeping Trump on the ballot. It's we're like, going to do all the real Republican stuff. So maybe she's trying to take over the party without taking over the party. No, because, she just well, listen to this next soundbite because she, ta- again, keep in mind, these are not grassroots people. Okay. They're claiming to be. And here's what her vision is. Okay. Thomas, if we for, to, for the grassroots, Heidi, uh, Thomas, if we could please play the Ganahl number two soundbite. Niche that we're trying to fill. And that's really getting the activists, the grassroots folks across the state, um, rowing in the right direction and leading effective efforts to make a difference here in Colorado, giving them good data and technology to do their jobs, and then also building a messaging machine so that we can actually get some alternative voices out there um, than what the echo chamber likes to tell us all the time. And and um, I think we'll work with the Gazette and some of the other great publications and organizations across the state, John Caldera, to give to highlight their efforts, not go against them, but to highlight and bring everybody up and raise the ocean. So what Heidi wants to do is get all of us grassroots people rowing in the right direction. Now, who <laughs> defines what the right direction is? Apparently, Heidi. Who's going to get the data that go. she's going to be gathering? Well, Heidi's going to decide who gets together. Whose message is going to be posted on her Rocky Mountain Voices? Heidi's message is going to be yes. posted. Not the Republican Party's message, because they're busy with litigation. It's got to be the Heidi hardly federalism. This is centralized control. Right. I mean, it's, it's not diffuse or, di- or, or, or dispersed among the, the many states, or in this case, the many counties, uh, with autonomy, it's all going to be the locus of control is going to be whatever this 
uh, you know, Road to Red and it's it, however many franchises it turns out to be. But it's it's starting to feel kind of like, you know, a, a McRepublican McRu- party. You know, it's like this <laughs> McDonald's version of one stop shop. You come here to get your information. Want to be a candidate? Yeah, well, and th- there's another here, thing. Here's your message. <laughs> yeah, here's yeah, your message. Right. right. I and mean, here's how your is this any different? Uh, oh, it, it, and they're going to be opposed to the old guard establishment. And we will have, you know, the, the who said it perfectly, you know, the, you know, the, the, you know, hail to the old way, you know, new boss, you know, in comes the new boss. It's, it's same the, as the old know, boss. Yeah. It's the same thing. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be the Roger Daltrey here. I'm not getting fooled again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, that's where this is going. I see it as supplanting the GOP. And I can't help but think that she and her investors or partners and see an opportunity on the horizon with what I think the Oracle of Todd says is the ultimate uh, abolishing of assembly with yes. Kent Theory's uh, propositions that are going to appear on your November ballot. Sure, they, 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 they love that because, you, you know, she, right. she hates it. Well, and, and, here's, yeah. and let's talk about, so some of the people on the call, as you said, it was the Cobells, and, and none of these people, I, I want to be clear, I mean, Heidi can do this if she wants, but let's be clear about what it appears that she's doing. These are not grassroots people. This is not an effort. Dave Williams is doing a great job building the grassroots. As far as I'm concerned, the grassroots are already growing in the right direction. I I would like to think so, too. And we don't need some establishment people and their investors telling us what they think our direction is. Well, if you're you're a member of the Republican Party for the gubernatorial race and, and for all the races, um, the, the KBB plan, which I doubt was KBBs per se, but all right, we'll poll test everything. We don't believe anything <laughs> ourselves, so you know, we'll just poll test, see if somebody likes something. You know, let, let, you know, genocide of the Jews. Okay, we, everybody likes genocide of the Jews or something. We'll poll test it, and then we'll all run it. We'll have one central message. And remember, she had four points or five points. I forget there were um housing and okay, safety yeah. Uh, yeah all this all this not garbage. election integrity so if, if you don't believe in anything then you can be fooled just like those harvard presidents were to saying oh well, it's the context of 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 uh, genocide <laughs> of the jews i mean it's pathetic right. and obviously heidi's there she has no feeling on anything i mean it just well, and as Sandra points out, if she's getting support from Bill Owen, she's definitely not grassroots. And I'm going to play a soundbite for you now. This comes from, um, at least on the on the Zoom call, from someone who's identified as Wendy Merritt. Now, Wendy Merritt's husband was a business partner of Joe O'Day. And if you listen to the whole conversation, these people all believe that Joe O'Day, hardly grassroots, I think it's fair to say, was the greatest thing since like well, The whole slate was. The whole slate of Pam Anderson. Heidi Gunnall, oh um, yeah. uh, 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 what's his name for Attorney General uh, from Marapo County? Oh. Um, oh, yes, I forget. Okay, but yeah, so and I'm going to play, this is a final soundbite. This is one of the persons Killer. on the phone call talking about um, how, how, you know, well, just listen to this and see if you think these are grassroots people. If we could please play the Gunnall number three. I know it's, it's been, it's been a, it's been a rollercoaster ride for sure with and we had the best ticket in 2022 that we could have ever had in decades. And to find out that 2 million people did not vote. 
so this woman, this Wendy Merritt, thinks that, that the slate that we had there was the greatest in decades and is shocked that 2 million people didn't vote. Well, those, those, those are the little grassroots people that we got to get rowing in the right direction, Todd. Um, that's what they're trying to do there. So, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. In general, one of the things I wanted to do, she can do this if she wants, obviously. Um, and I and we'll talk in a little bit about the I mean, I do think it's a split in the establishment side, but I just anybody who says the grassroots are going the wrong direction. Dave Williams is doing a great job. He's raising money for Pete's sakes. He's got Donald Trump calling him at home to thank him for, you know, standing up and keeping him on the ballot. Something that Heidi passes off as all oh, that silly litigation kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I promise you, none of these people think Donald Trump is a cat's meow. Um, they, you know, yeah. They, I mean, how many how many of them are never Trumpers? And all of them are never yeah. Trumpers, or or you know, not for Trump anyway. Um, and it's 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 hilarious that she's supposed to give out the message. She's supposed to give out the information, the consultants, she, the, and the, the consult- data, and the data. Um, and and what she doesn't read, I'm not really sure which. I, I feel you can feel two things at the same time. One is is that you're kind of pissed off at her, thinking the grassroots this gullible, this usable, this you know dumb, malleable. You just throw some red meat to them, and they'll you would just say grassroots, them. and we automatically go, oh okay, oh okay, that's that's good enough. So you, you're really kind of pissed at her temerity, and then you're also uh, I must be a little sad about her naivete. Let me promise you one thing. You step on Superman's Anschutz toes, and he's going to make you pay. They are not all John Caldera, uh, Colorado Politics, the Gazette. They're not, gonna They're work. not all going to go, oh, it's Heidi. She'll give the messaging out. She'll give the grassroots. <laughs> and we're, it, it's a boat that raises all. And, and, uh, and her 1.2 million compared to the billions that Anschutz has, He's supposed to go, oh, yeah, Heidi, you're in charge of the message. You're in charge I'll of the I'll just shut down complete Colorado. I'll yeah. shut down the no, Washington no, no, Examiner. No, no, no. I'll okay. shut down Colorado politics. Oh, no. we'll, we'll keep those going, but we'll, we'll be kumbaya. We'll be kumbaya. We'll all be working together. This is a- yeah, I, I don't see how any of this helps advance the grassroots ball. And I, I, I just don't think that she's really trying to advance the grassroots ball. I think this is pragmatism over principle. And uh, she sees an opportunity to bring another ball onto the field that advance that and think that we're going to chase it. I, you know, I don't know, may, maybe that happens. May, maybe there's there's a section of us that are that are gullible enough to see that and say, no, she's doing the right thing. She has the best intentions. I see this, uh, you know, getting any anyone who follows this, it's a primrose path and then you'll be cut off when whatever goal she has where she's controlling messaging and uh, access to the ballot. And, you know, good luck with that afterwards. Well, and, you know, listen again, and I kind of like, I'll take the frosting um, and the grassroots can have the uh, silverware. The the bottom of the muffin. We always get the bottom of the muffin. Well, you know, and it's also, Again, if she were sincere, we have for the first time, like ever practically, a grassroots influence growing in Colorado. We are mm-hmm. rowing in the right direction. We've got a grassroots chair. So if Heidi has all these great ideas to get, you know, the the, the consultants thing going, to get the messaging platform going, to get the data and every, and the technology going, why would she? Not? She said, "Well, I like I get along with Dave." That was her answer, right? Why wouldn't she call Dave and say, "Hey, I got this great idea, she Dave." 
solve at some point. But she didn't say, I got this great idea and I'm going to raise all of this money and then we're going to do this with it. No, she said, I'm going to raise all of this money and I'm going to take it over here and play with it. And Dave can go do his silly litigation stuff. And meanwhile, I'm going to try to trick the grassroots. um, Then she'll go to Aunt Shoots and say, look, Bill, you can't get to the grassroots. They hate you if they know who you are. Uh, but but the business wing can't. But I can bring the grassroots with me and we can work together. Except the grassroots is not going to go, okay, Heidi. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think she's miscalculated the influence she has with the grassroots. I, I know she tried to, to uh, you know, to carry that mantle during her, her governor's race. But the, the reality is that, no, she didn't have that. I, I, I will... I'll, I'll I'll offer this. Um, I uh, I lost the primary right for sheriff here in uh, in El Paso County <clears throat> as after she was uh, made it through the, the the primary right and she was running against uh, Polis in the general. It wasn't until about two weeks, maybe a week and a half before election day, if if we're allowed to call it that anymore. Um, <laughs> her her people in El Paso County reached out to me to ask if I would come out openly and support because she realizes now that she needs the grassroots people. Uh-huh. And so first I was I was really flattered. So you think I have that much influence? I'm a failed candidate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but OK, uh, you want the grassroots support. Well, yeah, you're not you you needed to build trust with us. From the get go, and and you did you didn't do that. You went exa- You played to the establishment. You wanted the establishment support because you thought that's where the real power was. And now you're realizing, oh gosh, I'm not going to beat the Democrat unless I get the grassroots side of the the Republican Party because shucks, they're a lot bigger than we realized, especially in El Paso County. So you know, I I I wish them luck and said there's uh, not for nothing. But even if you had Every Republican in this in the state vote for Heidi Ganahl. You get all of the unaffiliateds vote for Heidi Ganahl. There is no way on God's green earth that the Dems are going to let Jared Polis lose. No. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, the graveyards will empty with ballots, and there is no way, no way in 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 heaven or earth that she was going to win, even if she had, uh, you know. 5.6 million people voting for uh, Jared Polish should have 5.7 million people voting for them. <laughs> Never mind the fact that it's more than double the population of the state. But hey, he exactly. won, man. 81 million votes. Remember that. <laughs> well, you, you bring a really great point up. Notice that none of this that she's talked about the enormous problem of um, mail-in ballots and ballots. Yeah. Nothing no. at all. No, you know, maybe maybe somebody else can do that. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. She she thinks she thinks this is the KBB platform. Although I'm sure KBB was just handed to it by by probably by well, these people. Right. But but it's it's just you know off uh, ballot harvesting. Don't worry about it. everybody. Go vote on the same day. Yeah, great great move. Well, and again, I you know I also and I know you don't think this as much as I do, but but it, there's no indication that this is anything but. A private company that she's going to be running exactly there you go there, there's there's no sort of uh, influence from any of the uh the membership i mean at least 
at least the Republican Party does function somewhat in a Republican fashion. There is Republicanism here, right? Right. Uh, where where we committees and votes and the the body doesn't move by fiat, or at least it's not supposed to. But you know, if you have if you have this McRepublican uh, franchise, that it's going to move based on fiat. I mean, you're not you, you don't have a vote in it. You're you're no. not you can't change the leadership. Uh, you can't recall anybody. You can't do two thirds to remove a, a negligent yeah. person. It's nope. You, you're just you. You march to their their beat or sit down. Well, you run in the right direction. You you know yeah. you in yeah. the right direction. And then she's talking about this website, this aggregator website. She wants to create. Um, is going to be subscriber based, and at a certain point, that no, it's not going to make a ton of money. No, but no, it, um, she's not subscriber based. She does not mean paid for. Oh, I I suspect she does. I mean, why else would you have subscribers? Why she, because, not just put it out there? Because, like, because she's following what, what pale or strategy. Uh, well, either, either way, though, it, what this is, is, and again, she, good for her. She wants to do it, right? This is America. It's a free country. But what yeah. I really yes. want to, want, well, yeah, want to alert people, the fact that these are not grassroots people. They're going to try to, and I guess it's flattering right now that everybody's trying to say they're <laughs> grassroots, right? And they're trying yeah. to say, oh, we're the rhinos um, and that we're grassroots because they recognize the power of the grassroots. But again, I think if she's sincere about wanting the road to red, why not go, help, go ahead and help the current Colorado Republican Party, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah i i guess i guess we should be flattered we're the we're the we're the cool kids right now and everybody <laughs> wants to steal our our shtick right you know uh, <laughs> we just can't uh, let them we we've by the way we've been here in el paso county we're we've been branded as progressives oh, we're the progressive, yeah. we're the, we're the progressive sure. arm of the republican party and the uh right. you know the brilliant scholar who came up with this you know i have yet to you know, punch back on this one is actually, if we were going to call us is if anything, uh, we're more regressive. <laughs> we're trying to actually kind of move the clock back to about, a I don't know, 240 years. <laughs> well, let me touch just a couple of more questions for you, because and again, I don't think it doesn't sound like her intent is to be as is is divisive and that's putting it mildly as the folks you know in el paso county right. who tried to take yeah, to yeah. become a whole separate thing but but in probably the echo, a bad business model <laughs> yeah. yeah right, right. <laughs> it, right. Do, but it does cause problems i mean can you talk a little bit about that i mean what you guys have had to counter and to fight rather you know when they talk about oh we're all going to work together they're not all working together because no. if she wanted to work together she would be working together, together. she wouldn't be creating right. a whole separate entity yeah, I, I think, you know, be, because you have the, uh, you know, our side and their side, and I'll just leave it at that, because there, there's very, whether it's you know, establishment, Rhino, I don't even, do these words even mean anything anymore? Does grassroots even mean anything anymore? Because that gets, everybody's now a grassroots, my God, Heidi Ganahl is grassroots now. So <laughs> um, day is grassroots. So. Yeah, uh, so they're, they're the us and the them, and I suppose somewhere in this schism between us and them, she sees an opportunity here to kind of, you know, maybe a, a, appeal to this this pie in the sky notion that oh I'll I'll this will be the balm that will yeah. that that will you, that will bring that will reduce this this schism the chasm that is open within the Republican Party and she sees an opportunity to fill it with maybe some pieces and parts from either side that aren't as wed to those, the, the various principles or, or goals and, and objectives. Um, and I think all it does is 
create yet a third schism, if that's even right. Possible. Yeah, um, no, I think it's I, another. I but but she has no idea that that, that Uncle Phil uh, is not going to just let her steal his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Uncle and, and Phil also, is not nice. I mean, like, a, Uncle Phil's nice, but all the people like Josh Penry and all that are not yeah, so yeah. nice. I, I see this as really capitalizing on the the business of politics yes. and really not the purpose of politics. And I, I'm sure Heidi would disagree with me on that, and that's and that's fine. Well, but, she, yeah, yeah. No, I she's mean, all business. She's all business. Well, yeah, and and I get that, and that's what it's what makes America great. But I'm more of that. Well, let's keep business out of politics. You know, politics is the process by which you get a government, and yeah. if it's if it has you know malign or corrupt influences, well, then don't be surprised when your government looks like that. So you kind of need to, you kind of need to keep those those separate, you know, like the right. the sweet stuff and the uh, and the spicy stuff on your plate, you know. You keep the chocolate <laughs> over there, and then the, you know the, the Tabasco. So you don't want the Brussels there, sprouts yeah. touching the ice cream. Yeah, no, come on, man. That's you know. <laughs> All right. Well, Todd, any last thoughts? I mean, we're going to be following it. Like I said, she plans to launch this January 10th with the legislative session. Um, so we'll be following it. Well, who knows where this is, but a. Whether she raised the money she needed, uh, one, because it didn't, there wasn't a lot this of enthusiasm. about a month, a month and a half ago. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of th- enthusiasm on the call other than Wendy. Um, and two, whether this has put a wrench into it. But, you know, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, you know, let Phil eat her alive. Let Phil <laughs> eat her alive. Well, however, I, I will defer to your your, your sage wisdom, Chuck. And, uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I see the hazard. So that's, you know, why that's why we're talking about it. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great it, that you've alerted everybody. That's right. And Todd, thank you so much for, yeah, for coming on today. We appreciate it. We'll Take stay care. in touch sure. and see how this goes. Yeah. All right. Todd Watkins, the vice chair um, bye-bye, of El Paso County. Well, yeah. And again, one of the things you know, definitely we wanted to do was alert everybody, you know, be on the lookout for these people hiding and all in this, this thing that she's forming the road to red. They're calling it grassroots. If you listen to the the thing, and again, we'll link it on this show, the whole thing afterwards too. And it's up on our Facebook page well, and well, on Twitter. Leo said, can you do a Venn diagram? They do diagrams. She's got all oh, kinds of nice diagrams. Very nice. So go go to the thing and you'll see all kinds of Venn diagrams. And But again, when you listen closely to the people she's working with, they're all the establishment people. Um, when, although she kind of doesn't mention Complete Colorado, all of this. And and again, the the people that she wants to support or consider Joe O'Day the best candidate to come out of Colorado in decades, right? Now, you may think that, but you're not grassroots if you think that. Those two things don't go together. The, she really loved the whole slate. It's Kilner who was the oh, that's right. That's right. nominee. And he had Pam Anderson for treasurer and uh, he had Heidi. Who's Heidi's running mate? She had one for Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah, I'm sure she did. But well, um, but but anyway, so that's just something we wanted to alert you guys to that that this is going on. She's going to launch it. They're going to pretend to be grassroots in a way. I mean, we were talking about this before. I think you're right. It does sort of show a fraction. The fact that she's able to raise some money, there is certainly a fraction within the establishment wing of the uh, Colorado Republican well, that's, Party. That's, that's because uh, Anne, she's portrayed uh, Heidi to to Polis. 
Uh huh. Oh, okay. So the Heidi people hate hate um. Hate. No one hates Superman. Okay. No, no, no they don't hate Superman. But but the thing is, is once they finish battling it out, then the, it's like two giant dinosaurs, and we're like the people in the Jurassic Park, the kids <laughs> in the car, right? Then they're going to turn around and try to eat us again. Only I don't think it's going to work. And I think people are become sophisticated. I think it takes a lot more um because she's going to try to take our money too, right? She's going to try to get small donors and things like that. She talks about that, and I would just encourage people don't give your money if you want to give money don't give it to Heidi Ganahl um give it to the Colorado Republican Party um and the way she just dismisses all the lawsuits I mean these are critical lawsuits keeping Donald Trump on the ballot you've never done it before it just let him run over us that's the first time we fought back, but that's okay you know know, let Dave do his bullshit yeah and and I get along with Dave what this is somebody raising their hand there no okay Okay. Um, yeah, can we, you know, they're not grassroots if they have an illegal immigrant doing their yard work. <laughs> oh, Leo. Um, so anyway, we'll see. We'll follow this and see if she gets it off and running. Um, but again, if if you really wanted to work together, then she would be working together. She wouldn't be setting up her own thing that she'll decide if we're rowing in the right direction or not. And only the people who row in the right well, direction. Well, her and her big donors. Her and her big donors, exactly. Um, and so I got to assume if she thought Dave was rowing in the right direction, she'd be helping Dave, right? Dave Williams, so. Well, Dave, Dave, Dave isn't her. No, well, that's true. Any, anything, I mean, you you have a, you had just a lot of great insights on this whole thing. Well, I just think it's so much fun. It's just, you know, I love her going down. You know, the... Um, Pale Horse Strategies is in, in Fort Worth. And the last person to visit him while Heidi was there was Nick Fuentes. And all the left demanded that they all apologize. For, they're Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, oh. They were there at the same time as Heidi. Uh, I can just see Heidi having to take a picture of Nick Fuentes. She would die. She would <laughs> or die. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, oh, Kyle, not so much. But, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she forms this okay. But again, we've already got well, all of this now. To like this kind of bubbly, upbeat personality. It's just, hi, everybody. No, you know. Oh, are you people um, shy about asking questions? <laughs> well, there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm there. Because I guess I could. I think that if we could see, well, this already exists, right? Um, what do we need another one for? And I, Well, once you open your mouth, you, you know, you're kind of condemned to, to, to donate. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So we'll see what happens January 10th. We'll be keeping an eye on that. Um, and, and let you know how it goes. But again, don't be fooled. Just like Todd said, but don't see be the fooled tape. again. It's 37 minutes of fun. Um, it is. It yeah. actually is entertaining. PowerPoint. She's got a, she's got a very nice well, PowerPoint. It's, it's, no, it's entertaining. Um, speaking of entertaining, yeah. I wanted to switch gears. So it's kind of fun. So the Iowa caucus is coming up. Donald Trump, once again, is not going. He's going to be doing a town hall. Mm. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy also says he's not going now. He's going to be doing a town hall because no one even cares about this. This is on CNN. Um, and Vivek um, today, it was kind of, I guess maybe this was yesterday. Um, once again, and we'll talk about the Claudine Gay leaving, getting having to resign Um from Harvard, although it's racist, everybody, everything's racist now. It doesn't matter if it was other black people claiming she was stealing their work. They were up the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so Vivek Ramaswamy, he, this, he just handles this brilliantly. A Washington Post reporter, they're talking about something, and she says that this is the way they, the media works in, where she goes, well, you didn't say that you condemn white supremacy. And it's like, what? So here's how he responded. Uh, Thomas, if we could please play the Ramaswamy soundbite. 
I'm not I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which actually fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point, creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin, multiple from man to woman, doesn't make a difference, who are hungry for reviving unity in this country. And you, with your catechism that you try to get to politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break, to a breaking point. Shame on you. Look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years. Own the accountability for your own failures as the media. That's how we rebuild trust in this country. And until then, I don't have a lot of patience to play the games. There you go. I mean, is that great or what? Right. I mean, so he, he, he was out there kind of having pictures taken with supporters and, and everything else. And then he kind of stepped back to have an impromptu uh, press, press conference. Um, and and all of the reporters were mainstream. They're Washington Post. They, every one of them. He did not have a friendly question. They're all, you know, are you a racist? Are you this? Are you that? Um, it, it, it was hilarious. I mean, it was just, and he handled it so well. He does, and this is from Leo. He really needs to be Trump's VP. Sandra says, I totally agree with you. I really like Vivek. Um, you know, um, and and even Thomas, our producer, says he certainly is very charismatic. I would be. This is what I think. If Trump wins, I wouldn't be surprised to see Vivek Ramaswamy play a role somewhere, perhaps in his administration. I would make him be the press secretary. Um, but I, I think I don't think he'll be the. I, I think Trump is going to have to go. At least this, if Trump, if you listen to the Chuck and Julie show, this is my advice: you need someone you can trust. Absolutely, you need someone you have that you can trust and that you know you can trust. No more Mike Pence's who turns traitor. Um, that would be. I think there are tons of people Trump could well not tons but some he could pull and i i don't yeah well, i well i don't know people who he's close to i mean there's i don't know i don't i don't know oh you know I, you know the guy sundance likes ben carson um i don't i think you need somebody a little bit more exciting than ben carson although i don't know you know i mean they say i don't know that the vice presidential candidate makes that much difference unless it makes, it makes donald trump's life expectancy that much uh, more because if he has a weak person that they'd much rather tranche over, then Donald won't last long, right? Either as impeachment or otherwise. Well, that's true. And well, and this is from Leo. This is a good point, Leo. Vivek is good because he could take over the next eight years. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think this is what I think. I think Vivek Ramaswamy is playing the long game here. I think Ron DeSantis has screwed himself. If Ron yes. DeSantis was smarter and better, he could have been playing this game, this role, right? Yes. And he could have realized, okay, I mean, what I saw Paul Trump is ahead in the Republican primary 60%, 60 percentage points, right? No, he's got 62%. And other people have a like ten and twelve. Oh, okay. So he's fifty-two okay. ahead. Or but but it's like he's 
you know, in spite of Jenna Griswold and that goofball uh, secretary in Maine, Donald Trump is going to probably be the Republican candidate. Um, and so somebody like Vivek is playing there, playing smart. Right. I mean, because right, he right. could be he, he could be the next. And that's what I think he is doing. Um what else I wanted to, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, well, the Claudine Gay thing. Oh, you've been following that. Well, you guys, it's racist. Racism made her resign. And did you see the Associated Press with the type of the plagiarism? They said, what she did, guys, she didn't plagiarize. What she did is she took someone else's words without attribution. Oh, I'm like, well, isn't that plagiarism? <laughs> it's like, that's plagiarism, right? It's like, but plagiarism is okay if you're her. She didn't steal any ideas except that black woman, Carol Schwann. But, uh, you know, no, she's, she's an Uncle Tom. She stole all kinds of people's ideas. I mean, yeah, I, mean I mean, and it's like how she's either lazy or arrogant because, I mean, to a certain extent, we all steal each other's ideas, but at least you try to reword it yeah, right, a little right. bit, right? You just don't cut and paste it. Um, even Rep in their science, right, in their right. in their class projects knows you don't just cut and paste stuff. So Unless but, you're really dumb. Unless you're really dumb or, again, are so arrogant, you know? Dumb and arrogant. Do you think, though, I don't think this is going to change the university. It can't change the university. The universities, you know, I can still remember... And it was always a bit of a rigged process. It was always rigged for the richest people and and all that. And they were sent to the best prep schools like Andover and Exeter and everything else. But other people could also get in. So it was somewhat of a meritocracy. Um, And once you're at uh, a top elite school, it used to be very challenging. I mean, people Mm -hmm. who graduated magna cum laude from Harvard that I knew um, were incredibly hardworking, bright people. But that all changed soon, even as I was graduating. I mean, it, it, it once they had the affirmative action, you can't get 15% Black and Hispanics who can't keep up. Um, you can't. I mean, you just can't sit there fly, failing them all. So then all of a sudden, everything changed. And now 90% of people get A's at... at uh, that's because they're so smart. Yeah. And so <laughs> why, why work, you know, before you had to work hard at, at elite institution. Now you, you're going to get an A anyway, unless you're really dumb. Well, I graduated and go on to become some well-paid DEI person here yeah. too. Um, here, Leo points this out. She only, she resigned as president, but she's as president of Harvard, but you're right, Leo, she's still a professor and she's still going to be tenured at $900,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Sandra says BS. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what MIT will do with their president. You know, I, I think the other presidents are going to survive. It's okay to call for genocide of the Jews. That's it's okay. Well, the MIT one was Jewish. So. Give her pass. Okay, uh, um, but but you know, it was a plagiarism. Here's, I think it was just, it just got to be embarrassing because everybody there was just so much plagiarism, right? right. I mean, every day you turn around. I mean, I quit reading the article. She was plagiarizing here, plagiarizing there. I don't think she ever wrote anything on her own, too. So, um, you know, but, but what they've done is they've devalued totally the, yeah. the degree from before. You had to be smart to get in, or at least have rich parents and get in. Um, or be good at athletics and get in. Um, now, who knows why you got in? Um, or is it because you're queer? Is it because you're this? Is you're that? Or, and while you're there, there's no intellectual rigor left at those places. Since everybody gets an A, you know, only the dumb person says, I'm going to work really hard to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no point. So, yeah. so any employer, Quite honestly, these days is going to look at you know from oh, okay. Well, not under the Biden economy, there is no, there is no, there are no jobs out there. I saw even in Colorado the jobs um, that have, have dropped, the number of people being hired. There were there were job openings, 
but the employers are not filling them anymore. So <laughs> thank you, Biden. Although I guess that's we're just wrong about that. Oh, one other thing. This really annoys me that went into effect in Colorado. One, the minimum wage went up. So what happens? It's going to be like in California where Pizza Hut, the minimum right. wage went up in right. California. Mm-hmm. So what does Pizza Hut do? They're like, well, we fire all of our delivery guys. We right. can't afford it, right? right? That's what's going to happen in Colorado. Um, then the stupid, stupid plastic bags are gone now. Go to the grocery store now. And I like to use a little King Supers bags, right? For stuff around the house, garbage, carrying stuff, you know, I mean, things like that, right? Anymore, you, you have to have the your own reusable plastic bag, the grocery store. The guy said that I went to grocery shopping yesterday and he said they can use them till they're out, which they figured it'd probably be today or tomorrow. Okay. And then you have to have your own plastic bag. What on earth is that going to do? That's what's, what's, what's that's going to save seat. We all feel better, Julie. I mean, it's the most ridiculous you, thing. Give you a paper bag. Well, okay. Here's the thing. What he said they're going to do at King Supers is they will now start giving you paper bags, but they still have to charge for it. So the state, here's the thing. See, the state, because the state takes that money, right? They have to give the state that money, wow. right? And so, and he said, I hate it. He goes, you know how annoying it is to say, how many bags did you use? Mm-hmm. So they're going to go back to the paper bags, which really, unless you're covering your books anymore, are not that good. But the state's still going to be collecting the money. If they really actually cared Oh, about, care, about, the, about the environment. Right? They say, no, we're not going to do plastic Shared bags. Post, it's just using, I know. It's, like, it's just all a scam, right? Really? But, well, I know, really? I know, I know, I know. Silly me. But it's just so freaking annoying, right, that now you have to do that and they can't have the plastic bags. Nobody likes it, right? And here's the thing. Next week, the Democratic controlled legislature goes back into session and if we think what they did to us this last time was terrible i mean i'm I'm sure they're going to be like why do we even worry about Tabor? we're just going to pass a law getting rid of Tabor, and our wonderful colorado supreme court will say we agree with that right i mean the democrats are realizing in maine the secretary just unilaterally said trump can't be on the ballot and then newsweek goes ahead and reports today trump is not on the ballot in colorado and maine well trump is on the ballot Right, because of Dave Williams and the appeal. So he that, has to that be. That was a Claudine hire, Claudine Gay hire. Right. We couldn't quite figure out what the sentence said. Um, then Leo has some Sam's Club, a thousand bags for 19 bucks, two cents each. Oh, there you go. Sandra, I want my Colorado back. And then, and then Ben, everything you buy at the store is packaged in plastic. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So you have all this plastic stuff that then you'd go turn around and throw away. It's just ridiculous. And it's the virtue signaling. The only thing I think is, I think people are just sick of it, right? Which is one sick enough of it. Hopefully, hopefully, well, Heidi Ganahl will get us all roaming in the right direction. That's right, right. growing in the right direction. <laughs> so, hey, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, happy New Year again to everybody. We will be following this Heidi Ganahl shadow party story and see um where, it goes. where that goes. Um, and also we'll be keeping an eye. Um on um the legislative stuff coming up because i have a feeling watch that 37 minute tape you'll enjoy it. yeah go to chuck and julie it's on our facebook page and also if you follow us it's chuck at chuck and julie one on twitter you can see it i have it posted there in the meantime though thank you to thanks everybody and everybody on zoom we'll see you all later